You're listening to the Fast Break Podcast with Carly Thibault Dudanis and JJ Du. An all-access pass to the Fairfield University women's basketball program only on the Stag Sports Network. Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode here, the Fast Break with Coach Carly Podcast. It is that time. We've been building up to this. And now here we are. It's championship tournament season, and we are going to be diving right into it. We're also going to take a look at the last three games for Fairfield women's basketball and the build-up to it. Look ahead to the Stags quarterfinal matchup against Siena coming up on Thursday and much more. Uh, J.J. Duke here with you. Coach Carly, of course. Carly, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having us. Of course, it's always that busy time of the year where <laughs> travel schedules become well, you have to figure things out on the fly. <laughs> Who knows when they're going to happen, but eventually all roads lead to AC. But we're not here alone. We've also got one of the assistant coaches for Fairfield Women's Basketball, Eric Johnson, joining us. Coach, thank you um, for taking time as well. I know, same thing, busy schedule, scouting, obviously the main portion of play right now. But um, thanks for coming on. Always glad to have a fast break and talk some hoops. Love that. <laughs> um, let's take a look at the last three games, Carly. Um, it's We were speaking about this before the Maris game, where it was – Strange, of course, the scheduling where you had that bye on that Saturday. Uh, so that was, what, a week and change ago. You want to really be in a rhythm at this time of the year. Obviously, you can have a chance to heal up. but also made that Marist game a little bit more important because if you won that game, then really kind of control where you were. And fortunately enough, things turned well on the right day. Yeah, you know, we I, I look back at that game and, and I thought we were kind of clicking on all cylinders. I thought it was one of our more complete games. Um, was it perfect? No, but we had a, a great offensive performance. We, we shot the ball with a lot of confidence and had a lot of people step up on the offensive end and, and were able to defend well enough. Um, to give us some separation. And so uh, it was great to see us kind of put two two sides of the ball together. Yeah, that you did. Um, I mean, I was going through the numbers again yesterday, and it was second most efficient shooting day of the entire season, 52%. Made 11 threes, which is the most against any MAC team. 20 assists, and that's the big one for me, is I love sharing the basketballs. That was the most that Fairfield have had against any team that's not St. Peter's. 13 turnovers, which is the third fewest against the MAC team. And like you said, defensively is a very good day as well. Eric, for you, um, I know there was a lot that was going into that game because, as I said, the win would have secured – guaranteed by and to the quarterfinals you knew that you'd be playing potentially either Siena or Niagara how things would shake out but um what were kind of the the nerves and the mood like heading into that game with you know everything that was at stake yeah look one of the things I think coach Carly's done a great job of is just keeping our players focused on what they can control sure. and just doing the things that we need to do every day um conversation Carly and I just had yesterday about approaching this week and sort of you know hey what things do we talk about in terms of you know, how big the conference tournament is sure. or how big, as you point out, that Marist game is and clinching the bye and all these things. And how much is it time to just, you know, get out there and share the basketball and defend intelligently and run the court and play hard and play together. And, and again, I think that's where coaching gets really fun. Of, um, and I think our kids did a good job of, as you point out, uh, sharing the basketball. You know, selflessness is the, you know, the top standard, um, you know, that Carly has, has really set for us from the from the very beginning. And I, I love that you jumped on the 20 assists, yeah. right? Like that's a, that's a, it's a great stat for us. And our shooting percentage goes up when we share the ball. So the fact that we shot the most efficient we yeah. had 
on, on a day when we're having all the assists uh, is certainly no surprise to us as coaches. And it certainly also helped as well when the team got off to a really good start. And it seems the trend with this team is if they shoot hot early, things usually tend to kind of build to the positive. And um, what was nice about that Maris game is it just stayed at that level. It seemed that everyone, you know, talking about the sharing the basketball, feeding off of each other emotionally. Um, we should also mention that was senior day as well because that had a lot of emotions too. Can you kind of wipe away the literal and figurative tears before yeah. the game goes and then focus on the task at hand? But it seemed the group was – they were really up for that game. Yeah, you know, we, we did a lot kind of behind the scenes leading into that just from a, a mental performance standpoint and confidence standpoint and where that comes from. And so we just done a lot um, kind of behind the scenes and our, our, our team did a great job of kind of buying into – um, what it looks like when our team plays confidently, when they, you know, step into their shots confidently, when they create for one another. And we, we watched coming kind of some of our highlights as a team uh, to that point of some great offensive uh, plays for us. And, and as we pointed out, as you watch, you know, five straight minutes of it, almost all of our, our best plays throughout the course of the year are assisted baskets. Yep. And so it's not creating one-on-one. -on -one. That's part of it, of, of attacking and, and drawing a second defender, but um, having a teammate that creates for you. And I thought it was really cool to kind of see that them buy into that and then the carryover um, into the game. And obviously, you know, uh, a, a head nod to our seniors. They did a great job of leading us start to finish um, and, and giving us a great boost. Just our, our team loves them. They've, they've been a great senior class for us to walk into um, and kind of build the, the culture around. And what was really nice, if we're going to go on the seniors specifically for a second, whether it was that game or the actual final regular season home game for Fairfield, all four had their moments. Yep. And that's been the nice theme of this team this season is the fact that everybody has had an opportunity to showcase the best of their abilities and also to really help you know build that culture that you guys have provided because everyone's happy for each other. I mean, you can go up and down just that four alone. Callie, obviously – She's been steady. We, yeah. We've spoken everything about her and yeah. then some. Um, you've got the likes of Dre coming back from an injury. And even for her, you, from at least my perspective watching from across the court, you can see what she meant to the team, even not being on the floor, but also just being that motivator, being that almost extra coach, that head that you need. And then you've got Mackenzie Martin. I mean, scenes <laughs> at the end of that senior game yeah. where she knocks down the last bucket and she gets yeah. her own solo court rush <laughs> of her, her uh, friends that she's there. And then Josh. Jocelyn, uh, specifically the St. Peter's game that we'll speak to, she had her moments where she was doing things on both ends of the court. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're all – they're A, they're all great great kids. They're yeah. great humans that they do things the right way. They, they're team first. Um, and like you mentioned, they all bring something a little bit different, but they all have, have stayed ready. And, and whether it's, you know, Callie and Dre starting different games, yeah. Jocelyn and Kenzie have started games throughout the course of the year and have given us huge boosts off the bench. Um, they all are very um, – bought into their role and whatever whatever it takes for the team to win. Um, and I think that's so important in a senior yeah. class, especially taking over a new program. Um, those guys have just been fantastic. So it's been fun to see those guys step up in different ways. And, and I you know expect nothing different as we go into the final yeah. stretch here. But uh, I'm forever grateful for that being our, our first senior class. No, most definitely. And one player, Eric, that I enjoyed seeing that performance in the Marist game, it was almost kind of a re-breakout performance, was Lauren Beach. I mean, what a day she had against Maris. 14 points, bunch of rebounds in there. And it seemed like the team you know, always said, again, there's everyone that always has their moment stepping up and everybody else feeds off of that. But it seemed that was extra when Beach got going, especially early on that game. 
you know, we've been working really hard with Lauren. She's a she's an elite defender, and, yep. and you know we we often can't take her off the court because there's somebody when, when Lauren's on the court that kid doesn't score, and then Lauren leaves the court, and suddenly that kid gets uh, gets loose a little bit, right? Um, it was we've been working really hard uh, with her to attack better, and as as you point out, attack not only to score, also to be able to set up her teammates. And uh, one of the projects that Carly had uh, our assistant coaches do recently was create uh, little mini highlight videos for our players around you know some of the mental imagery of, of them doing things successfully and everything sure. and it was really gratifying for for me as a coach and for and for lauren to sit down and look at driving right baseline pitch driving left baseline pitch middle drive off a, off of a you know transition kick you know finding her teammates setting people up oh and by the way finishing making shots yeah. and things like that so she's really started to be in as you point out in attack mode yeah. is what we say rather than being kind of deferring on the offensive end and that's been really gratifying to see her growth. Uh, and it was neat to talk to her about looking back and seeing, wow, I was really nervous in some of those early games, and now I'm feeling so much more comfortable. So, again, it's one of the things that, that we talk all the time, how much we love coaching is just seeing kids grow like that and seeing the, just the, uh, you know, the confidence come, come, come around in them. Well, that's the big word, actually. It's confidence, right? Because, you know, I mean, you could t- sp- speak about the evolution of a number of different players, but it's the fact that we've talked about at the beginning of the season where a lot of the players on this team didn't have that major game yeah. experience that they needed to come into this year. And now you've looked at just how many players have blossomed, and you feel like now you might have some freshmen that were or last year's freshmen that are sophomores this year, sophomores last year that are juniors this year that may have not had the experience, but they look like veteran players they look like they understand the magnitude of any situation what they need to do on the day to make sure that the team can get over the line and I love that and I loved also the fact that when I was speaking with Carly build up to the St. Peter's game that you guys took a little break from the court on that off weekend and did a lot of mental work and kind of just building again that cohesive unit well and before we get to that I I want to give a huge shout out to our assistant coaches in general obviously coach Eric touched on the 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 videos that they made and things like that but you know coach Eric and I talked a lot at the beginning of the year and Erica works with our you know kind of our guards and our combos coach Eric works with the wings and kind of oversees some player development as a whole and coach Blake works with the post and we knew we were going to need one of those kind of wing players that haven't had experience to step up and yeah. so between you obviously you mentioned Kate Peak and Lauren Beach and Jocelyn and Brooke like all three all four of those guys excuse me have all stepped up at different times in different ways and I think you know coach Eric mentoring them and showing them and working with them um, we've, we've had huge contributions from those guys and so a huge shout out to him and all of our assistant coaches for for their hard work and developing kind of the, the yeah. experience that you can only really get by experience as yeah. well um, uh, but from the from that kind of after that Maris game, we just kind of stayed on that same crusade of, of playing with confidence, <clears throat> playing together, creating four teammates. And um, the highlight videos are part of that. Um, we did some work with, with Charlie Smith, um, kind of the, a Fairfield alum that, that uh, is a mental performance coach. And um, he's done a great job of kind of continuing the importance of taking care of the mental side of it. Um, and so we've done a lot of work with that. And, and then, you know, you combine that with, with a, a good you know practice day in that weekend as well. Um, and I think it kind of propelled us going into the, the next weekend to St. Peter's. Yeah. Um, uh, let's speak about that St. Peter's game because it definitely looked like the group carried forward from what they finished on that Maris game, which is never easy, of course, having a long week off, um, thinking about what's ahead. And it's difficult because at that time, 
Fairfield knew what was already accomplished. They knew that going to be in this game in the quarterfinals, either the four or the five seed. You knew where St. Peter's were. Um, you know, difficult season, of course, for St. Peter's, but they've been a team that's been fighting. I mean, you look at their game on Monday that they had, so this was a, a week ago from when we've been recording, right before that game where they went to overtime again against Canisius. And candidly, I think they were a bit unlucky to not win either that game, the return game to Canisius, and a few other games as well. Both teams are looking to find their form. Um, and I think early Fairfield, certainly they got off to the start that they needed. Yeah. You know, we, we went into that game, regardless of whether, you know, matchup was set or not. Um, we've talked a lot. And I know what you and I have already talked about this on the podcast of playing your best basketball yep. this time of year and having, you know, your, your confidence going into what what's ahead, regardless of whether the, you know, the seating's going to change or not. And so um, St. Peter's had come on in, you know, the four of their last games, they were in all four of them in the fourth quarter and, and had realistic chances to win all of them. Yep. So we knew that they've been, improved steadily regardless of what their record shows um and and we wanted to obviously continue our our growth regardless of what they were doing so um we did get off to an early start and and i know you know kate pete gave us some breathing room um early with you know hitting our first four threes um and and that was a game you know something that we've talked about i know throughout the course of this podcast and throughout the course of the season of a little bit of lack of consistency i thought we had a really good early early start and kind of a lull in the second and a good you know mid third to early fourth and then kind of a lull at the end so the the lack of consistency there was a little lackluster but but i still think we had some really bright spots in that game just thinking about what you're saying there and at this time of the year right now is there anything new that you can say to the players in terms of just regaining that consistency um, on a day-to-day basis to maybe even find something new to challenge them? I know you, you kind of see the same things at times pop up over and over again. That happened on Saturday as well. A slow start in the first half eventually got them going in the second half. I, I don't want to ask you what you said in the locker room of that game, but uh, like, um, just is there anything that is different at this time of the year? I mean, you continue to honestly, you stick with your standards. You stick okay. with what your, you know, your principles and your identity is of, of your team. Um, you continue to show it on film, you can, whether it's individually or as a team. Um, and then we just have kind of kept pushing on pointing out uh, the positive. And yeah. so there was a lot of positives in that game when we shared the ball really well. And, um, and, but, but, you know, you continue to show some, some of our lulls um, when we were, we were a little inconsistent, but um, you know, it's it's not reinventing the wheel every single day. But what we did say at the halftime is it's not over. You know, yeah. we, we, we tied in the second quarter with them, which um, I, I think our team responded to in the third quarter pretty well. Um, but but you just kind of keep focused on what the mission is um, and, and taking it one day at a time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the things I'll just add is I think one of the things Carly does best as a coach is uh, – bring that energy and keep it fresh every day. Sure. Something that I know I've struggled uh, just over my career. Um, I'm pretty good at consistency, but uh, I think my wife would probably tell you I'm kind of boring and you know things like that, right? So Carly does, I think, an amazing job of being able to come in with a new concept, a new, you know, that... And it's variations on a theme. Like we're not, re- <laughs> yeah. you know, we're, no, no, we're, for sure. we're not completely reinventing the wheel, right? But, um, but our, our team responds very well to her, and it's one of the things that's been really uh, inspiring to me as an assistant is getting to uh, be part of that, um, and 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 just watching that that interaction with the players and the head coach. Um, so, look, I you know, I've I've high hopes that we're one of the teams at this time of year. That's still excited to come to the gym and still yeah. excited to play with each other and still has a sense of freshness to us. Uh, you know, whereas I think a lot of teams probably don't probably probably can't say that. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up um, because we all know the season is a grind. I mean, we started what really back in the summer, 
getting all that work and then the official practices starting and then you could just playing constantly from early November to now and you know even the most mentally strong people will find it even on a specific day it's just might not be the easiest to get out of bed and go to work they'll still do it but um, I'm curious to hear from your perspective on as one of the assistant coaches working with Carly seeing this group why is it that this group is still you know ready and excited to compete and challenge themselves like they'd never been before especially going to this tournament this week well look as carly alluded to earlier a lot of the credit has to go to the players these are these are good kids who care about each other yeah and you know we we've talked a lot that we were very blessed to come into a group of human beings that uh you know cared about fairfield as university cared about each other cared about you know the success of the program and those kinds of things uh it's not something that every coaching staff when they take over a program uh you know gets to do um you know and, and equally so like i said that you know the team does take the uh, you know the personality um, and the vibe, kind of 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 the leader. And again, Carly, it's been it's been fun to watch that synergy with our players. I mean, you know, you know, I've never seen a head coach in the in the country anywhere who spends as much time shooting individually, just being able to have those kind of just off the cuff conversations with every single player. And there's so much to keeping each kid engaged in their role. You mentioned our four seniors having different roles, right? Yeah. There's, a, there's, I mean, there's a huge difference in some of the roles that they have, but they're bought in to understanding that my role is really, really important. And again, that is something that, that doesn't come easy for most head coaches to be able to have every single player really believing that they make a difference and yeah. that they're valued. Um, and so again, I think Carly's done an amazing job with that as well. And, and I think that's, that's, that's the stuff that we hope and we know pays off, especially this time of year. Yeah. And even going into that, those conversations, Carly, what, you know, for you, what do you take away from those conversations? I know you played at this level yourself, you know what it takes day in and day out, but even learning from these women that you have here, um, what, are, what are those, well, maybe not getting all the details, but at least some of the context of what are those conversations like to better each other? Yeah. I mean, for me, I've spoken about this before, but I, I do this. I love basketball and I love the game and it's given me so much, but what's rewarding about it and what, what purpose comes from it is the relationships that you make and, and giving these women a great experience in their time at Fairfield. And so, so much of it is giving them a, a family and a um, an atmosphere that they love coming to and love being around and then building a relationship that you can push them to be their best selves. And so I've often found that my strongest relationships, whether it was as an assistant or, and that was kind of something I wasn't willing to compromise as a head coach is often built around, you know, a kid comes in and shoots before practice and just starts to spill about their day or after practice, they're frustrated with a bad practice or excited about a good practice and just gush about, about that. And so um, just being present with them when they're there um, and, and every conversation and every situation looks different, but um, for me, it's about about their experience. It's it's not my experience. I've had my for my four sure. years. Um, but I, as a player, I did play pretty much every role in the book. You know, I I was a, a freshman trying to fight for playing time, and I was a kid that came back from injury in my sophomore year, missed a couple games. I've, you know, played the off the bench. I've played as a starter. I, I've 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 experienced a lot of those roles, so I can understand and resonate with where they're coming from, but also can give them the value of what, regardless of your role you have a huge, a huge, you know, importance on the team and a huge impact on the team. So, um, for me, I, I don't want it to just be a one year. If I just got here for a seniors or a four year experience, it's, I, I want to be in their life and help them to, to set them up for life, whether that's helping them be their best self on the basketball court or, or after basketball. So, um, I enjoy that as much as, as, you know, coaching them in practice or coaching them in a game. Um, and I, I hope that that lasts a lifetime for them. I think, um, 
you know, the writers of Ted Lasso probably would honor that and uh, want <laughs> to just, fr- <laughs> just frame that because it yeah. is true. Wins and losses, obviously, it's the nature of the business. Yeah. But learning and building better people mm-hmm. from where you got them to where they are and also having the people help each other, um, whether it is players to coaches, players to players, coaches to coaches. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Thank I'm... you guys for sharing. <laughs> no, like genuinely because well, that's and stuff... I'll, t- I'll tell you a secret is that okay. when you focus on the development as characters and human beings – Oh, by the way, you win more games too. Yeah, <laughs> it does. the two are not mutually exclusive, yeah. and it also uh, it makes those wins just a little extra yeah. sweeter as well. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, flipping focus a little bit because we do have a pretty large <laughs> task coming up at hand. Yeah. Uh, quarterfinal game against Siena. Before we get into them, um, for those that are curious, what are these next few days going to be like? Because ironically enough, it's still kind of the start of your standard yeah. week in league play. We don't play until Thursday. Yep. Might not have to travel like that early on. You can still stay in your same sort of bubble, stay in the same routine, just a little bit different in mm-hmm. terms of the location. But what does this week look like for you guys? Yeah, I mean, one thing we've talked with our team about the last couple of days is like kind of putting the blinders on and yep. becoming just laser focused. Um, right now, all that matters is beating Sienna. And so, like you said, we have kind of a normal buildup of our normal. We would typically take Sunday off anyway and practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, we will go a day early so that we can watch, um, you know, the other quarterfinals on, on two, on excuse me, on Wednesday. Um, and then obviously we play on Thursday. But you know, our preparation doesn't change. Um, our our focus on on what's ahead, and we don't we we play it one game at a time. You know, you don't look ahead to to, to games after that. Sure. Um, and we just start, we're laser, laser focused on, on Sienna. And so we'll start that obviously today. Um, we, we talked a lot with our team about just, again, no distractions, leaving everything out there so that there's no regrets at the end of this thing that we did everything we can from our preparation, whether it's taking care of our bodies, eating right, drinking a lot of water, getting enough sleep, taking care of what we need to do in film and shooting and things like that. And, and kind of selling out to, to give it everything we got on on this push right here. From personal experiences for both of you with other programs coming in, what are some of the things that you guys are taking from those previous routines? I know Carly just kind of spilled it out exactly what it's going to be like, but what things that you guys like from the past that are going to help you guys as coaches make sure that you're in the right mindset and also have to make sure you're, you're spilling all the information that you need so the players are in their correct mindset? Carly or Eric, we'll start with you on that one. Yeah, I mean, look, we got as you point out, we got a basketball game on Thursday. Yeah, right? it's going to be played at a location. It's got two baskets. There's going to be an opponent that we have to prepare for, right? So, I mean, as Carly said, it, it's not rocket science, right? Yeah. I mean, we're going to go to practice. We're going to be ready to go. Um, you know, that being said, I think we also need to enjoy the experience, right? Sure. Is that you know, Atlantic City is going to be a, a, a big deal. The atmosphere, right? You got the men's teams, the women's teams, everybody there. Um, and I think we're going to lean into that, right? I mean, and, you know, have some fun with it. Enjoy being together. This team enjoys traveling. We enjoy sure. meals. Heck, we love to eat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, it, it just, you know, like I said, the, the, the fellowship, the hanging out, um, you know, going to games. You know, got a bunch of basketball junkies both on staff. And, I mean, these players watch games. They watch yeah. online. And, so and they, you know, they know a lot of the players. So, look, that'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. And I think we can enjoy that and uh, stay focused on the fact that, yeah, there's going to be a basketball game with 40 minutes on the clock. And we're going to play and see which team makes more baskets. And we're going to do all the things we can to prepare for that game and hopefully have some success and move on to the next one. If you're speaking of food, though, have we already identified the places that we're looking at? Uh, that's an Alex job. <laughs> so we have the best Dobo in the country. Yes. who takes care of operations and I don't know if you know that Coach Blake is also an elite 
Yelper. Oh yeah. Oh, and he's, a, he's has, reached elite status. Okay. He has reached elite status on Yelp, and this is I'm not I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a big deal, uh, both nationally and in his own in his own mind. Um, Mostly and, in his and own so mind. So we have we have we think the best information in terms of okay where <laughs> where to uh, where to eat and things like that. Which again, for someone like me, yeah. man, that's it's just a, nice to have those yeah. people around. <laughs> so then, when we come back from this, I'm going to need a full status report. Was there you know? mission successful on the food <laughs> side or do we have to look to it that much i think we can and i'll just add to the kind of i talked a little bit about obviously the the postseason but it, it's funny i used to get questions about you know when i when i was at mississippi state we went to the final four and people were like oh my gosh what was it like you know beating uconn at the buzzer beater and what was that like afterwards and i'm like well you have another game to prepare for yeah you know you, you keep preparing like it's a it's a normal game and so yes I, I totally echo eric of like we're gonna enjoy the moment and we've, we've preached that all year of of being present in the moment enjoying our moments together as a team um being where your feet are but at the end of the day like your preparation stays the same your routines stay the same um and you do whatever you got to do to get yourself ready to win a basketball game yeah um it, I was actually had that question for later on this, but I'm going to ask that now. Um, we obviously look ahead only at Siena. Mm-hmm. That's the focus that it is. But as you did also say that there could be a couple more games that go on. How much do you guys bank on having the files from previous times that you've played your potential future opponents? And then how much is that also cramming in? Okay, we have maybe two games that we have to watch, say that there's a couple of upsets in there and, all of a sudden now it might be a very long night or do it's rely, do we rely more on what happened in the past, see a little bit of what happened on the day before, and then just work forward? Yep. So, you know, again, we, we go back go back to having the best assistant coaches in the mm-hmm. country that, um, you know, I, Coach Eric's already obviously working on the – I mean, so Coach Blake has a Sienna scout. Coach Eric's already working on kind of the next round of games. Yep. Um, and, and then we'll go on and so on and so forth um, from there. But but we'll have coaches that are that are preparing. We'll be at game scouting, um, obviously giving ourselves the best chance to, to continue to play and be successful. Um, and then it's kind of my job as a head coach to keep our team focused on, yep. the, on the game at hand. Um, and our coaches do a great job of being able to, to be involved in, in that current game while also scouting the next opponent so um, we'll be at that's one of the reasons we're going early so that we yep. can we can sit at those games on Wednesday and, and live scout um, which is the nice thing about kind of postseason play um, and then we'll bring like you said all the files and all our previous scouts and, and we'll have as soon as the game's done and, and you know we get it we get our work done on Thursday um, and then we'll have a scout ready to go yep. that night and, and get our team ready to go for Friday it's funny because obviously everybody in basketball right now is kind of thinking along the same lines but <laughs> the one that actually got me to trigger that question was also there's a another competition that's going on the world baseball classic and I listened to a podcast with the great Britain baseball coach <laughs> I'll get to the reason why I talk about this but he said that when his team qualified for the event they literally started drawing a file on all the 20 mm-hmm. teams that they could be playing including yes a file on the U.S. Mm-hmm. on all 300 potential players that they could be using. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of long, sleepless nights, but it is certainly a lot of fun to uh, have all those files ready yeah. to go. Some of my best memories, though, are uh, are late nights in, in, you know, whether it's tournament play, postseason play, of you're, you know, you're at a table with your staff and yeah. just, you know, it's kind of a war board, a war table and war room. And you're just, you're, you're talking about everything. You're watching film and, you know, you... March is not for sleeping. No, it is not. No, it is <laughs> not. Sleep in April. There it we're, is. We're all basketball junkies. <laughs> this is the fun stuff. Absolutely. Uh, all right, Sienna. Yes. So 
three o'clock or three thirty, excuse me, on Thursday. And I should also mention, by the way, for all your information, tickets, ESPN streaming links, ways that you can support the stacks from both down in Atlantic City as well as back at home, you can visit the tournament central page on FairfieldStags.com, and also you can visit Max Sports uh, as well just to get all that information and see uh, how you can follow and support the stags, but. Um, Siena, they come into this weekend splitting a weekend up in Buffalo, uh, lost to Niagara, beat Canisius, finish 18 and 12 overall, 12 and 8 in the league, uh, about 500 team coming into this term over the last few games or so, but we know that they're a very good offensive team, they're a physical team down to the blocks, like a lot of team this league, they commit a fair amount of turnovers, but they cause a lot of turnovers, and, um, I think kind of the theme going into this group is that they might be a little ahead of schedule for the right reasons. They've got these young players that came in, uh, spoke with uh, Terry Prim when they came here a month ago, saying that um, you know they just have that energy in their bubble right now, knowing that, yeah, there's a lot of um, unknown about what that team was going to be like for themselves, who was going to contribute right off the bat. But they've got those two outstanding freshmen in Sapala and Mevius who are two different players, but are players that we're going to be hearing about not only this year, the rest of the season, but for the next three years or so. Um, when we played them back earlier in January, A, how much have this team grown, Fairfield, since those games, and B, what needs to change outside of shooting more efficiently than we did on those two games um, to be the one that comes out on top? Yeah, you know, I think um, for the most part, we've done a decent job defensively on them in both games. Um, that we, we, we gave up a couple of baskets kind of um, late at their place. And, and here, honestly, we, we gave up 55 in an overtime game. So defensively, we, we did a good job. Um, they, they're a team that you're going to see a lot of pick and rolls in a lot of different ways, um, pretty, pretty much all the ways. Um, and for the most part, we've done a good job of kind of stifling that. And like you, you mentioned, it's obviously going to be a, a matter of being able to put the ball in the basket. And so um, our team does look different since when we play them um, the first couple of times. We've had the emergence of somebody like a Kate Peak and, and Mac, you know, wasn't even healthy to play at their place. Um, and she's kind of emerged since. And so we have some some different dynamic scores to kind of add to that that mix. Um, Dre and Iza didn't play when we when we played them here. So we've kind of added, we will look a lot different since when we played them the last couple times. So um, I do think our ability to put the ball in the basket is going to be a huge uh, key to be able to, to winning this game. But that's why we're doing the mental work and the, and the physical work as far as getting our shots up and things like that. And we're going to continue to look at ways to kind of exploit that offensively. So um, I think both teams are similar. We don't play the same exact style, but we're similar in the fact that we do play good grinded out defense. Um, and it's going to be a matter of, of who can put the ball in the basket and, um, at the end of the day. Yeah, look, uh, hard to beat a team three times. How many cliches do you want, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. look, we have been neck and neck with so many of these top teams, right? You look at the top, the top five teams that, that all got buys. Um, how many overtime games have we had in that, in that in that cohort right there, right? I mean, so, you know, there's no question in our players' minds that, you know, that, that we can win these games, right? And, and we know that it comes down to a couple of sessions. And that's where when you talk about the prep, you talk about the attention to detail, um, I mean, literally in a one possession game, right? I mean, it's it's the smallest thing can make a difference. Um, so, you know, we, we try to control all the controllables that we possibly can, and uh, but there's no question that our players believe uh, that we can be successful uh, in this game, in this tournament. Awesome. Guys, um, wishing you both, wishing the team all the best. Um, I know everyone here at the Stag Sports Network fully behind our basketball teams and having a hopefully a very successful week down in Atlantic City. Before we let you go, we joked about this before we went on, Eric. 
Are we going to be continuing the stag sunrise dip in the Atlantic Ocean down in Atlantic City? <laughs> so, look, uh, Coach Carly knows I'm a beach guy. Yeah. I live by the beach. I love the water. Um, the you know the, the sunrise sunset thing has become a bit of a thing for me. I don't yeah. Think I, I think as I age, you know, I think we we find different things. My parents got into birding when they retired and <laughs> things like that. They didn't. They had never heard the birds singing before. Mm-hmm. So maybe the sunrises and sunsets are my thing. Yeah. Um, I've always loved jumping in the water. So I think to answer One of your the question, I, got here. <laughs> <laughs> I think to answer your question, uh, you know, if I go for a little morning run. There's a beautiful uh, ocean out there. There's probably a good chance that I'm jumping <laughs> in it. So uh, I don't, you know, I don't, want, I don't want to spoil anything, but I, I, I think that's a good bet. All right, I'll, uh, we'll we'll take that one. <laughs> looking looking forward to seeing the videos, um, guys. Good luck this week, and uh, we will catch up with you all at the conclusion. Um, and yeah, so again, like I said, uh, Fairfield in action on Thursday, 3:30 p.m. against Siena. FairfieldStags.com, all the places and all the things that you need to get for that competition early throughout the entire week. You can go check them out over there. You can follow us, of course, on social media at StagsWBBall on Twitter, at FairfieldWBB on Instagram, and of course, you can follow us here at StagsSportsNet on Twitter. So, thank you again, Eric, for joining us. Carly, thank you again as always. Uh, I'm JJ Duke signing off, and we'll talk to you next time. Until then, go Stags! The Fast Break Podcast is a presentation of Fairfield University Athletics. For future podcasts, videos, news, stats, and coverage of Fairfield Stags women's basketball, log on to fairfieldstags.com.